This is LA Rivalry Sport Podcast with Gustavo and Steven. Alright guys, this is it. We're going to talk about and recap Game 3 of the NBA Finals. So let's start it off just from the beginning. Majority of people thought that the Golden State Warriors went away, including you, Steven, but they ended up losing. What went wrong with Golden State? What went wrong? Come on, it's clear. <laughs> the proof is in the pudding. They played crappy. Uh, they had too many. They had multiple turnovers. I think by the end of the fourth, they had like fourteen turnovers. They didn't play any freaking defense in the first quarter. They allowed actually allowed thirty six points in the first quarter, and then they repeated that again in the third. And nobody showed up. Cousins was a blur. Like I don't even think he practiced the previous day. Uh, Curry's the only man, the only warrior that should be called. A warrior right now you know he blew up with 25 points in the first half and then he had 22 in the second half so he did his part he was rebounding at one point he was the leading rebound rebounder for all players on the court including Raptors and Warriors and um, I mean he tried to keep his team together in the third um, where they you know they played they got dismantled by Toronto um, he had 15 points in the third but um, other than that, Green decided to step up. Well, Green had an okay game. Uh, you know, 17 points, 7 rebounds, everything else that he does. Um, however, he decided to step it up way too late. Um, he had 12 points in the second half. I guarantee if he would have at least had 12 points in the first half, the score would not have been as bad as it was. Um, so that's just the Warriors, and that's why they lost. They lost the game to themselves. Uh, they lost to themselves? You mean, you mean, what do you mean they lost to themselves? Curry dropped 47, 48 points. I think they just lost respectfully because the other superstar on the other end is Leonard. Well, I'm including Warriors, and I have to include Curry in there because he's part of the team. Obviously, there's no, it's not an individual sport, but I, like I already said, I'm going to reiterate, Curry did his part, Gus. Um, but the rest of the team just laid an egg. So that's why I got to include and say that they beat each other. They beat themselves because they didn't come to compete. Right away, uh, they let Gasol drive the paint. And you know what? I'm not, you said Leonard was the reason they won. I'm going to challenge you on that. I believe that Gasol's the reason they won because he oh. had a very... He, well, this is what I'm going to say. And let me finish. He won because he's the reason... They even got a double-digit uh, point lead in the first quarter, and from there, they never looked back. So, thank us all, not, not anybody else. And maybe Laurie, because he did step up. I mean, I, I was going to just thank uh, uh, Laurie and Casol. And I'm just going to thank Casol because you're putting it on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I still think Leonard is the, the star of the show. He, you know, he, he did score another 30-plus points a game. Uh, Laurie had to step it up. Uh, he listened to our podcast last week because I did state it that he needs to make those threes to open up the, the defense and Casso needs to do a pick and roll to go into the paint because I got tired of him settling for those jumpers in the beginning of the game. Siakam um, yeah, was rolling too. Um, I mean, first half, 14 points, quiet in the third, but you know what? He he, he did good. He he went back to Siakam from the first court, from the first game. So let, so let me tell you this. Uh, you keep saying everybody else laid a, uh, an egg as if they have a, another a, a team in there. 
I, I didn't see a team in there. Uh, clearly, Thompson was out and Durant was out. Let's just say, for the sake of devil's advocate, that Thompson was there. Would it, would it still be a Toronto win? Or, or would they have won because Thompson was there? Clay Thompson. It depends how you want to look at it. Um, what do you, like, do you, are you asking me that he would have made a difference in the offensive end or in the defensive end? I mean, whatever it takes to win a championship, uh, you tell me. Well, I mean, 47 points out of Curry, he would not have gone for 47 points, obviously, because um, he would have had Thompson's at least 25 that he normally gets a game. Um, I don't think he's averaging that, but he, he has the potential to even get that. Um, so, yeah, I think offensively, they, those 25 points would have been great. I don't even think that matter offensively, Steve, because look, Curry went for 47. You said it that he would have to do is score a lot of points in this game. You told me this in the last podcast. But I also said that other people needed to step up, and they clearly didn't. Right, right. But what I'm looking here is, yes, he did throw bombs, asteroids, whatever, you know, anything just in there. Those and those little Raptors little... were dodging it. <laughs> they were dodging it. But look, Curry scored 47 last week. Curry and Klay Thompson combined scored 48 points. So offensively, I don't think anything was missed. Uh, that's just my opinion because it's pretty much the same points. Yes, other people need to step up, but I really think, uh, surprisingly, that Clay Thompson was being missed in the defensive end. Uh, he is the one of the best two guards in the league. Uh, I finally felt it. I've heard about it. I've kind of seen it. I witnessed it the second that Laurie blew up. Uh, personally, I don't think that was a coincidence. Uh, maybe you do, but without him getting guarded by one of the best defenders in the league... Uh, this this game was over from the start, and if he doesn't show up in game four, it's gonna be over again. I I I don't agree with that. I just really feel that Laurie blew up because he already had a ten point cushion. Because if it was a close game, he would have been absent. I'm just I I'm just telling from the past seeing Laurie play. Um, I know he was hitting clutch shots in the four. That's fine, but again, they had a cushion. So you're saying that that Laurie, he's not a clutch performer. You're saying he's just like a, those kind of players where once it's obvious that the other team is down, they can make a lot of points because they don't have to stress about the moment. Look, I look the Raptors right. So they saw Warriors bleeding, so they took advantage of that. And you know when the Warriors were pushing, Van Vliet also not just Laurie. Uh, Van Vliet, Leonard, Gasol. Um, I remember the Warriors were pushing it in the third, trying to get back. At one point, he dropped it to seven. Um, but you know what? Van Vliet hit a big shot. So did... I know at one point, Leonard hit a big three. Uh, Laurie did... Like I said, he was clutch in this game. But again, it, he was only clutch or, you know, made an impact because I really, truly believe that they had that cushion that, that big bear Gasol... Came out of the cave this game, fortunately for the Raptors. Um, and that's the only reason he was able to perform, because of that big cushion that they already had in the first. All right, so let me tell you this, uh, Steven. Now that we've seen um, the outcome, and I finally got a W against you, so um, I believe they're going to win game four. Uh, it, it, you know, I sound like I'm always repeating myself, but I believe they're going to win game four. I believe, and I'm using I believe because I don't know this. I believe Clay Thompson is gonna, uh, from what we just read on the, our articles, he will play on game in game four. 
Um, but the problem with hamstring uh, injuries, the strains are that it could prevent you from sprinting at this level and caliber of athlete, competing against other athletes. That uh, ability of not being able to sprint and defend and attack in the offense is crucial. So, but I don't know how bad he is. I, I'm not at the, I'm not at the practice facility and so forth. Um, so, uh, so let me ask you this, Gus. Um, do you really believe that Green and Laurie are gonna blow up again? And that's honestly, the, I forgot about Green. I, I'll give you respect, Green. You shot six of ten um, from three point line. So you finally play like that spur that you were known as. Um, so that's good. Good for you. Uh, but again, I don't think those. What do you think? You know, uh, they're gonna blow up both of them. I, I, you know, I'm thinking a lot in this in this conversation. <laughs> hey, so what do you man, think? You know what? Um, here's what I think, uh, Stephen, in regards to this. I just want to tell you that it's kind of difficult to state that. And the only reason I feel that is because I don't know how healthy Thompson is. Clay Thompson proved to me in game three by not being there that he's not only being missed on the offensive side, even though Curry cleaned him up, but really on the defensive side. Yeah, he helps the line of defense with Green and, and Ego and Curry. Um, so... Depending on how healthy he is, this game... Egan Green was just playing sloppy in this game, which was very disappointing to watch. Because they know um, this should have been... Uh, th this was an important game for them to win. And they let it slip through their fingers. And didn't come and help out um, their captain. Yeah, so so because of that, um, I still believe Laurie's going to blow up tomorrow. And I believe Green's going to blow up. I don't know if Green's going to blow up, but he's going to make crucial threes. Laurie's going to blow up because I don't think Thompson... And we have to watch the game. I don't think Thompson's gonna be on his best, uh, uh, um, mobility wise. And he's gonna get, he's gonna get um, passed through. I said it here, and you heard it here. He's gonna get passed through. So this is a game must win. Game four for Toronto. I knew they weren't gonna blow. Uh, we're gonna let game three pass them by because they have Leonard. He he's a he's a champion. He knows that any possible game you can get a W from, you gotta take it because the Golden State Warriors in the past have taken the Ws off of other people with injuries. They don't even find that as an excuse. Yeah. They're like wild hyenas laughing, mocking the prey while blowing three, blowing up with threes and dunks and destroying you by plus 20. Yeah, now Curry's having that um, a little taste of his own medicine right now. Um, has no squad right now. Um, I know if he did have his squad, uh, we wouldn't be having this conversation. And I know definitely... If Durant and Clay Thompson were here at this moment, uh, the, these Raptors that got by in the Easy East um, would be down 3-0 right now. And I'm just, I just needed to throw that out. I know it doesn't really matter, but it's on. I just needed to throw it out. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I, you know. Uh, to to your to your uh, defense, you know, we, we are, you know, the, the Toronto is playing against a, a team that's bleeding. Uh, they're injured. Durant might not come back in the series. I truthfully don't think he'll even try and come back unless it goes to game possible six or seven. I really think his injury is worse than what people are trying to say. I know you believe that too, and he's going to get paid next year. This offseason, you can't, at this point, you already have two titles. You shouldn't play for a third title. It means losing your pay, your your your, your big payday and possibly ending your career early. Uh, but uh, to, to that note, game four, who wins it? I have to ride the train and just say that it's going to be the, the Warriors. They're going to come out there. 
They're not going to make the same crucial mistakes that they did on the defensive end. Um, a lot. The commentators were even saying it that when they're locked in focus, one of the best defensive teams um, in the NBA. Again, Raptors. I doubt. I'm very doubtful that all of their players are going to come through like they did this game. Honestly, every quarter somebody was blowing up. First quarter it was Gasol. Second quarter was Siakam. Finally, uh, their captain Lander woke up in the third with 15 points. Uh, and again, I told you um, here, Laurie was that annoying little rat. Just so every rat. time, every time that the that the Warriors were like coming back, he was hitting those annoying like uh, momentum shifting shots. Yeah, it's annoying. <laughs> it was annoying to watch. <laughs> yeah, no, I can see it in your frustration and your tone right now. It was annoying, and you're gonna get that back in Game Four, in my opinion. Um, and and it's a must win for for uh, the Raptors. Uh, the Raptors have a really good squad. A lot of you know they have a couple of players that are used to be superstars in their own team due to age uh, and wear and tear. Now they're here, but they still have that that IQ, NBA IQ, that's actually made them succeed uh, and mental toughness. But I really believe they're going to steal game four because they know the importance of getting the W right now before they give their opponents more time to heal. I mean, yeah. If if Nick Nurse is a good coach, then he's definitely going to talk to his boys and let them know, like, hey, man, these guys are on one leg right now. Take them out. <laughs> No pun intended. All the nurses saying that. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you know what? There, you know why else the Raptors got this W? Why? Because their boy Drake wasn't there. Because if he would have been in the Oracle Arena, the power of the thirty-five and. 30 tattoo would have gave him for power to curry. Yo, I didn't see him either. I feel like he was there. He must be he must be going right now performing somewhere like in Vegas or something. Cause I, I feel like he would have missed that. You unless know unless he got scared to show up. Maybe, because um Jay-Z was there. Woo! Ooh, Jay-Z, you know, and speaking of Jay-Z, two incidents occurred during the game that was very dramatic and, and, and that wasn't uh and it wasn't really involving uh the players as much. But well, one a, of them was oh, a player. That's right. Uh, one of them was. So, Gus, uh, tell me about your boy Lori. Big shot, Lori in the third in the third game. Um, you know what? There's a play where he ran into the the crowd. I guess he was trying to get a hustle play, even though he yeah. knew he wasn't gonna get it. Uh, so he runs into a fans, and then uh, a scuffle happened. Yeah, a scuffle did happen. Look so, it. Tell me more about that. I didn't really look, get get a chance to look into that. You no, know, it was ridiculous, Stephen. Um, you know, so he comes and and, and uh, tries to get a loose ball, right? And with full speed, I didn't realize how much of a of a big guy he is. He ran into two fans in the chairs. Um, afterwards, he gets kind of pushed off. Oh really? Yeah, yeah, and I think. Um, they, they, he gets cussed from the fans. So, so then I see Lori, uh, calling the official saying, Hey, you know, pretty much you can kind of just tell by body language that he's snitching. <laughs> so something like, um, what happened in Utah with Westbrook? Oh yeah. With the Westbrook things when fans were calling smack at them. Uh -huh. So it seems like something like that pertained, but I, it looked like he was upset also about the push. Oh, so okay. we, we yeah. So we later find out that. That uh, he got pushed off by the minority uh, Golden State Warriors uh, um, owner, 
Oh, like one of the investors. Okay. Yeah, one of the investors. Wow, shocking. And he claims that that he got cussed. That yeah, that the investor was saying profanity to him. Yeah, it's saying profanity at oh, him. I wonder what was being said. Yes. Yeah, wow. so, so so um, that makes more sense why he was upset about it. But in my opinion, if you're gonna crash into me, full blown while I'm sitting down enjoying the game, I have all the right to push you and cuss you out. You physically hurt me. Like, you came full throttle for a dead ball that doesn't even matter when you're already up. Like, yeah, this guy probably spilled his cocktail, you know? Like, look <laughs> that. That's actually... Um, yeah, so so that was one of the drop, drama, drama things. Afterwards, the NBA, because uh, they don't they don't mess around, they gave him a one-year suspense uh, to go to the games. What? And had to pay a fine of 500000 Wow. Right? What, what about Laurie? Uh, I think... Draymond was talking, I guess this was related to it. Draymond said that um, players are vulnerable when these kind of instances happen. Um, and that if they ever talk back to any fan, they're also fine. Uh, do you know anything, any whereabouts about that? I mean, if, it, if Laurie it, was fine? I, I actually don't know that he got fined. He probably got away with it. Westbrook did get fined in the past. Um, wow. So a bigger superstar, Westbrook, gets fined and this. Laurie guy gets away without a fine. Interesting. Well, we're getting a little bit off topic, but fun talk. Uh, but go back to the Jay Z stuff. Uh, that kind of, that kind of got interest interested me. All right. So apparently, I'm TMZ for this podcast, <laughs> and um, I love it. You know, Jay Z shows up. Um, you know, with Beyonce, they you know they they love going to basketball games. You know, and. I guess there was this woman that was sitting right next to Beyonce. Beyonce was in the middle and was leaning over, you know, and talking to Jay-Z. The cameras caught it. Uh, it went viral. It went viral um, because Be- uh, Beyonce kind of looked at her like, woman, step off. This is my man. You yeah. know? She got territorial up in there. Territorial up in there, right? I mean, and- when, you have, when you're married to the first rapper to make a billion dollars, I mean... I- I, I don't blame her, I guess. Yeah. No, you know, I, I don't blame her either. So it turns out that afterwards, she didn't know this became a viral situation. Starts getting death threats on her social media. From Beyonce? No, no. Oh, from Beyonce, wow, wow. From Beyonce's fans. Oh, I'm glad you clarified that. <laughs> I was about to say, well, Beyonce, girl, you're going to get in trouble with the law right now. Right? I don't know, man. You know, I'm probably probably Beyonce got some girls to, to try and uh, scare her off. <laughs> But she's Charlie Mansing it, <laughs> trying to get other people to do her dirty work. Right, and here, but here's the irony of uh, of this whole thing, Stephen. It turns out that they ask her what's going, what you know, what happened during the situation, and she stated, "I invited Jay Z and Beyonce to the game. Not only that, I bought them cocktails." Wow. Right. So Beyonce gets free drinks, but won't allow a woman to at least. Uh, acknowledge the fact that she's around Jay-Z. Maybe she's just a fan. What's wrong with this lady? Come on now. <laughs> right. I don't know. You know, the fan, I think the fans just jumped into conclusions. Uh, and, you know, they... they you, know what, you know what image popped into Beyonce's head? That one girl that... Uh, I, I mean, that one song that Jay-Z has. Girls, 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 <laughs> girls. Girls, I do adore. Yeah. Yeah, that's that, funny. So, you know, um, I get it. Yeah, but that, that, you know, that was the side drama. It just happened to be two owners of the Golden State Warriors. Wow. Interesting, interesting. This is the first time that, that, that the owners and ambassadors in the NBA have got a lot of publicity. Seriously, you know? this is one final 40 ages. 
Final four. Yeah, I mean, game four is tomorrow, guys. Um, 6 p.m. I'll be watching that. I'm sure Gus will be watching this as well. Um, so we already set our predictions. I know that I am seen probably as a uh, as in the wrong here, but you know what? The Warriors, I think, are going to come out and tie the series. Um, Gus believes that the war that the Raptors are probably going to win game four. What about uh, game four and five, Gus? I don't want to predict game five yet. I want to see how okay. Clay Thompson plays. Uh, and uh, that, that's to me, that's the ultimate thing to see to predict game five. But I got game four. I got I got the Raptors. Uh, King of the North is gonna come down and 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 slay the dragon. Whoa. Okay. But um, last question before we have to go. Um, Clay comes back. Do you feel he'll be make an impact? I don't know. I'm just gonna be frank with you. I'm not gonna say that. I don't know yet. I want to see the game four to predict that. Um, I think he will make an impact. Um, at least he'll make some shots, needed shots right now. Um, I don't think, like us mentioned earlier, that hamstring probably not healthy enough to be running around. Uh, so they're they're gonna take it easy. He's not gonna have big minutes, but like. Gus predicts that uh, Danny Green's going to hit big shots. I predict that Clay at least is going to be there for those big moments, especially in the fourth that were much needed when my boy Curry was tired. He was uh, he was just tired, man. That guy put his heart out, out, out there. And again, expect that. Raptors, he is a competitor. I truly uh, have more respect for Curry after this game. Same here, same here. Uh, after this game, he truly uh, sh- showed the world that uh, he is one of the reasons why Durant came to the team, in my opinion. But, yeah. you know, let's wrap it up. Um, this is Gustavo, and I'm with Steven. Steven, over here. Uh, so keep keep listening to our podcast. Uh, if you follow us, we'll appreciate it. We'll know that that um, we're doing something right. And, um, yeah, that, that's my clock. It's time, it's time to say goodbye. All right, Lay, be safe out there. Expect the, expect the podcast over the weekend. Good night.